get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Danny Mac and Smallman. Danny Mac and Michelle Smallman here on 101 ESPN. Randy Carricker is off today. As you just heard Emily Butcher say, the Cardinals open an all-important three-game set versus the Reds tonight. First pitch is at 7.15, but let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. We're going to talk about that series with Reds TV analyst Chris Welsh, who joins us. Good morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing great. Good morning to you. How's St. Louis this morning? Oh, I got to tell you, Chris, it's golfing weather. Uh, I wish you were here. We'd be out golfing, but we're, well, we're not traveling. So that's okay. Uh, How you doing, buddy? It's always good to hear your voice, and thanks for hopping on. And uh, you know what? This is going to be an awesome series. I'm looking forward to it where, you know, the Reds have stumbled a little bit. Obviously, the Cardinals have been hovering a little bit above 500, but it sets up for what should be a lot of fun this weekend in terms of what the wild card uh, presents for these two teams. Well, I think it really gives the fans what they want at the end of the year, which is their teams playing meaningful games. You know, the Reds, unfortunately, are kind of limping into this series. They've lost five series in a row, and not necessarily to teams that are really statistically all that good. So, you know, you never want to keep looking in the rearview mirror, but that's what the Reds are doing right now. And unfortunately for them, you know, the St. Louis seems like this monster that has arisen every year. Uh, they're having a, an off year this year. The Reds are having a good year, and they're still right behind them. So it's one of these things that the, the Reds aren't too comfortable right now. Yeah, Chris, you mentioned the Reds limping into this series, but I was looking at this during the break uh, versus the the Marlins and obviously the Cardinals, the Tigers, the Cubs. I believe they're four, they've won four out of their last 12. So when you look at contributing factors to their skid, their uh, recent skid a little bit here, what can you tell us about what's been going on with the Reds? Well, you know what I think is that good pitching stops good hitting, and the Reds have good hitting. Uh, but when you run into a pitcher that is hitting his spots and making his pitches and getting some breaks, maybe either from the umpire or from good defense behind him, you know, then all of a sudden you have a low-run scoring game, and that doesn't really play into it very well. The other thing for the Reds is that they have struggled against left-handed pitching, and that's no that's no secret. Uh, most of their good players are offensively are left-handed, and uh, so it puts the, the onus on those right-handers that are in the lineup like Eugenio Suarez, off year, Castellanos, great year, uh, Farmer, okay year, and so on. Uh, it's, those guys have to step up, and so far they have not been able to step up like the lefties do against right-handers. Chris Welsh is our guest, the analyst of Reds Baseball, a former Major League pitcher, and he also runs a website, Baseball Rules Academy. You can see this at BaseballRulesAcademy.com. And I bring that up because, Chris, your, your website is fabulous, and if you're a softball player, baseball player, make sure you go to it. You're in umpiring, whatever because you have major league umpires that are a part of this as well. And 
I bring it up because Castellanos in the last uh, series, and I wonder if there's you know some type of uh, bleeding over into this series about what took place last time, which was maybe the gamesmanship of Mike Schilt, but Castellanos using a chip bat and then hitting the grand slam. And I immediately went to your site and I started looking at the rules and seeing if there was anything like this. I also started thinking about George Brett. I was ready for Castellanos to come out and start doing his best George Brett against uh, Tim McClellan, if that was the case. But I I thought he was going to go ballistic if they took the bat away. My question is, and I'm going through all these different things, but what did you think of that? And what what did they say from the Reds' perspective after that series when that took place? I think that Tony La Russa left some notes in the manager's office there for his successors. Uh, and because that was such a Tony La Russa move by Mike Schilt. I, I loved it. You know, as, as, a, as a, a lover of baseball, I just love the way he waited until something happened. Well, I complain about a chip bat or a spot on a pitcher's hat or when you suspect him a pine tar until something happens where you can undo the play. And that's what he was waiting for. Uh, as it turns out, it, it was not not an, an illegal bat. An illegal bat nowadays is is one where you have cork in it or super balls or something like that uh, that makes the ball go farther off the bat. Uh, so him using a chip bat, like, you know, it's his favorite bat. A lot of guys have one, you know, until they break it, they're going to use it. And uh, we had seen that on TV. We've used about used it before. Uh, I didn't even think of it when he hit the home run. But Schilt wasted no time. Didn't need to get out of the dugout. I thought it was a brilliant move by Schilt. It was a good try. I mean, hey. <laughs> When a guy hits a home run against you, you're going to a grand slam. You're going to try to do anything you can to undo it, and uh, it just didn't work that time. But it was, it was I thought it was a great move. So a, a couple of things about that. So in looking at the rules of that, I thought it had to be like a flat surface or at least smooth. I should say f- uh, smooth surface around the bat, and that had a good like half inch to an inch, like a chunk at the very end. So I was thinking about that. I was thinking about does it change the um, dimensions of the bat, the weight, the length, that kind of thing, if there was a rule with that. And then thirdly, what did like David Bell and Castellanos and those guys say about that when that happened? Because they didn't look none too happy uh, in the dugout when that was going on. Well, you know, it's an important ball game, and here you have a grand slam home run hit on a hit to your benefit, and now it has a chance of being undone. So, you know, you're always going to get a little bit nervous there. But I, I think the rule basically says that the bat has that you're using in a big league game has to be as it came from the manufacturer. It can't be altered. You can't take a, a little knife and groove the, the, the grooves in between and make it flatter. Uh, you can't hammer it down and make it harder. You can't do something to it uh, that's going to make the ball go farther. And this was a chip that happened um, in, during play, not in that game, but a previous game. And he just happened to like that. Bat. I don't think it had any advantage at all. But uh, um, it was interesting. It certainly put people to the rule book. In fact, even the umpires didn't know the rule on that. They had to go to New York to get a rules check on that. And that's where they found out that uh, it's a, if it's a, a safety issue, and that's what they thought it was, and you have to remove the bat. In the meantime, by the way, Cassianos had given that bat to a fan in the stand, right. probably hoping that the fan would run out the back door and no one would ever be able to find the bat for investigation. So as it turned out, he got the bat back. He was the one that ran out with the bat. You know, go ahead and check it. But I was kind of waiting for George Brett, uh, you know, impersonation too, because anytime I feel depressed, 
I can watch that George Brett video and say, hey, uh, what's bothering me can't be half as bad as what's bothering Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. All right, we have Chris Welsh joining us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, Reds TV analyst. We're talking Reds and Cardinals here on 101 ESPN. And we talked about this off the top, the Reds and Cardinals both in the hunt for that second wild card spot. And Chris, Jesse Winker, Reds fans have been waiting for his return. He felt a little something uh, earlier this week. We got that news, I believe, on Tuesday that his return is going to be delayed. Do you think that this is a matter of several days or are you anticipating him being out a little bit longer? Because he hasn't played since, I believe, August 15th. Yeah, I wouldn't count on Jesse Winker, unfortunately. And this is what happens in a game of baseball. And, you know, you lose your player. You hope it's not one of your main guys. You hope that the other guys can step up. I really don't think that uh, Winker is going to be much of a factor from here on out, uh, unfortunately. Even if he comes back, think of the timing that you you miss when you miss as much time, more than a month, uh, is what he will have. And uh, does he do any rehab? Um, so I think that if he comes back and if he hits well, that's great. Uh, but I don't think that anybody on that ball club is depending on Winker to come in uh, riding like the Cavalry. So you got Malley tonight, Castillo, and Sonny Gray. Those are the uh, three pitchers lined up for the uh, Cincinnati Reds. John Lester, Michaelis, and Hap. So as you mentioned, Reds have had their issues with the lefties. Let's start with the pitching that's lined up from the Reds' perspective this weekend and Tyler Malley tonight. How do you feel uh, about those guys going into this series? I think that those are the three best pitchers that you could probably pitch against the Cardinals. The Cardinals, I think, are still very right-handed. I mean, their big production guys are all right-handed, so you want to throw right-handers that can get those guys out. Uh, And I I think that that's what you have with Castillo and Gray, especially. Uh, Malley's got reverse split, meaning he gets left-handers out better than he gets right-handers out, mainly because of his split-finger change-up. But, you know, they know how important the series is. Uh, These guys have been around a little bit. They're not rookies on the mound. Uh, nobody's a rookie that's pitching in this series. All six pitchers are veterans, so it'll be very interesting. The Reds are hoping, though, that you know John Lester doesn't have the kind of game he does time. He was hitting his first time. See Lester being any better than he was, but he's always given the Reds problems, and it ought to be a good game. Well, it is going to be a good game. We're looking forward to it. Cardinals and Reds first pitch at 7.15 tonight. Chris Welsh, Reds TV analyst. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at ThinkPitch. And as Dan mentioned, check out his website, BaseballRulesAcademy.com. Chris, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate it, and hopefully we talk to you again soon. Well, thank you very much, and uh, let's have a fun weekend, guys, okay? Absolutely. Thanks, buddy, for hopping on. Appreciate it. All right. Take care now. You got it. All right. That was Chris Welsh talking about the Reds and the Cardinals. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.